thank you for joining me once again. This is Laura Bender, and this is the podcast Heartfelt Consciousness. So today's guest, Atmadarshan Laura Santaro, uh, originally came to yoga for stress relief. Um, but then she noticed some unexpected benefits. So her allergies decreased. Uh, she no longer had needed her glasses. She even changed her career to share yoga with others. So since she started teaching in 2001, Atmadarshan has become a sought-after international teacher and her unique background in biological psychiatry, respiratory therapy, uh, radio, martial arts, and storytelling has helped her convey ancient concepts in a down-to-earth, humorous manner that engages modern Westerners. So um, she's currently leading some group classes, private sessions, workshops, retreats, and other teacher trainings, um, obviously now via Zoom. Um, and her greatest joy is just helping students tap into their trust and their own inner wisdom. So we actually um, became acquainted as she is one of my in, uh, instructors uh, for Yoga Nidra. So we're going to tap into that a little bit today. Um, otherwise, I thank you again for listening, and I'll see you guys on the other side. All right. Hi. How's it going today? Wonderful. It's great to see you, Laura. It's good to reconnect. I know. It's been, um, well, actually, I think I was thinking back to it. Um, so the secondary part of the yoga nidra training that I took with you uh, was at the beginning of 2020, which seems like forever ago. <laughs> but <It does. laughs> um, yeah, it, and, and even thinking back to the first part of it, that was in 2019, which wow, like what happened, what happened there? Um, so what have you um, been up to today? What have I been up to today? Well, um, I've been enjoying my cat. <laughs> who is, I mentioned him because he may make himself known during the interview. He loves talking about yoga. Good. But I've also been working with my yoga. I, I feel very blessed to be able to do yoga full time. So I've been um, just working on making practices, recording practices. And I do that in my closet too, um, <laughs> to send out <laughs> to people and answering emails. And it's just wonderful. I'm so glad I have this life. I'm very grateful. Yeah, I, I can, I can hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. I'm also my, well, my cats are outside of the room that I'm in right now, but occasionally uh, one of them really wants to get in. So he'll, he might kind of do the same thing, just kind of um, bat at the door and whatnot. Um, so to kind of tell the listeners about you, so I'll kind of start, I guess the ball rolling here. So um, I had taken a, um, yoga nidra training with you and dharmakeshra yoga um the i guess you can, it's the yoga studio or i guess a company that you have mm -hmm. um and uh, i started that in 2019 and then it kind of extended into the secondary part of it was in uh 2020 before all hell broke loose i guess <laughs> um yeah and it was it was actually it was perfect timing um for things it was something that i was looking for in part as part of my own teaching skills as to add to my toolbox and um it's actually um you don't know this yet but i'm, I'm actually going to tell you now so 
we, um, with my vinyasa practice, we've had um, offerings where we to to kind of get the students engaged into like a community kind of setting. Uh, we've been offering study groups and. Um, Yoga Nidra happens to be one of the study groups. So guess who gets to actually facilitate that? So they felt, yes. So like, um, yeah, so I get to use my knowledge that I've gained from um, your teachings, as well as the continued education that I got during my 300 hour from this past year. Um, it's been, it's been amazing. And I, I love kind of integrating um, the, the teachings in kind of blending them together and using aspects of each training to kind of mold my own um, practice and my own teachings. So thank you for that. Um, You're very welcome. Yeah. So anyway, so let's kind of move to you now. Um, so why don't you just tell everyone about yourself and about your journey with yoga and yoga nidra? Well, before I start in with me, I just would love to follow up on something you were mentioning. I think your training was just at the right time because yoga nidra is something people really need right now, I think more than ever. Mm-hmm. And it's a great technique because you can deliver it online. It's it's one of the easiest ones to do from yeah. the yoga from the yoga um, framework. So my name is Atma Darshan or Laura Santoro, either one. Atma Darshan is a name I got in India from a teacher there, and it means vision of the true self. And part of the idea he said when I got this is to let that guide my practice. What am I trying to get out of my yoga practice? And I feel it has been a, a guide over the years, getting to know myself better. And that's helped my journey into yoga. At first, I worked in psychiatry when I got out of college. That's what I wanted to do, I thought. But after time, it wasn't something wasn't sitting quite right with me. And I think it was um, a non-holistic approach. It was treating the biochemical aspect, but not really looking at the social or societal aspect of mental illness. Um, so actually, I took a little break from that. And during that break, I found yoga. I've been teaching yoga for over 20 years now. And as I mentioned before, I'm lucky enough to be doing this full time. I'm an experienced registered yoga teacher with Yoga Alliance and a certified yoga therapist as well. Mm -hmm. And my big passion project, I've recently completed my own translation and commentary on the Bhagavad Gita, and I'm getting that ready for submission for publication. Oh, that's amazing. So what do you even... So what exactly, you know, you kind of mentioned you were in psychology. And um, so is that what kind of drew you to the aspects of yoga nidra? Because it does have a lot of, um, I guess, well, all yoga kind of has that mental health kind of um, aspect to it, I guess. So what kind of connected the two for you? Well, part of it was even though I didn't work in psychiatry, I was working in a hospital setting. And when I first discovered yoga, the reason I came to it was for stress relief Mm -hmm. from working in such a setting. Um, I was doing martial arts at the time. So I didn't feel like I needed to stretch anymore or get stronger. Uh, I did like those part of the classes though. I liked the stretching with the asana. I liked the strengthening. I liked the breath work, but what really drew me in was the yoga nidra. Mm -hmm. And actually that's what um, inspired me to learn more about the philosophy and theory of yoga. Mm-hmm. And it drew me to take a yoga teacher training. I never intended to teach yoga ever, but the more I learned and through my practice teaching, the more I found people 
really responded and benefited, especially with yoga nidra, mm-hmm. that inspired me to keep going. Um, so I think yoga nidra for me was the gateway to yeah. all the real breadth and depth of the yogic sciences. Oh, yes. I would agree with that. I think this, um, yeah, I think this practice is definitely one of those that has been so beneficial during this time. And like you mentioned, having it be available, very, so very accessible to a lot of people, because it can, again, it could be done over, over the airwaves. It can be done online. It could be done. It doesn't have to be done in person. And uh, actually, actually that was um, that you bring that up as well. So I had um, for my, um, for my completion of my training that I had done, uh, you know, we were supposed to kind of use, uh, elements of what we had learned during that training during the course of time. And of course, yoga Nidra was part of that, but I already, you know, I had the bat had a little bit of the background in it. So I decided actually there were a few of my, um, karma hours that I had to submit that I actually did yoga Nidra. I did yoga Nidra, um, kind of sessions, I guess you could call them. I wasn't teaching to anybody because they were just, uh, they were just YouTube. And, um, but um, ironically, the, um, one of the previous guests that I had, uh, Deb Phelps, who is uh, also an employee with um, my vinyasa practice, she, um, she's been a meditation teacher for a number of years. And she actually was the person that was reviewing my submissions. And she actually was like, um, wow, she, she kind of really resonated with the script and it was a combination of what I had learned from you and what I had learned from, um, my teachings with my Vanessa practice that really kind of cultivated that whole experience for me. So yeah, it was kind of just a, it's a crazy journey. So I think that's kind of how I got put into the place of being this facilitator of the study group is also just kind of having my previous background and knowledge with that. Um, so, you know, thinking about how we utilize these practices, um, you know, with, with students and things, um, how do you apply this to like your day to day? You know, especially with the pandemic of late, it's been huge in my day-to-day life. Um, The biggest part for me, I think, was the stage of Sankalpa, the idea of setting an intention. And when I was originally learning Yoga Nidra, I was taught that ultimately your Sankalpa expresses your heart's deepest desire for manifesting on this planet, which seemed a bit intimidating at the time. (laughs) But it also gave me you know, like a guiding star to move toward. When I finally got to the point where I could formulate my sankalpa at that level, then what I noticed in my daily life is I kept checking in, am I moving toward that? And I still do that now. And I notice a huge difference in how I feel and how life goes if I am actively making progress toward that sankalpa versus if I just let it slide. I mean, even my dreams change, my ability to sleep well changes. Yeah. So that's one huge aspect for me. Awesome. Um, Another part for me is noticing, and again, during this time when many people are experiencing insomnia, just how important quality rest is. Because with doing yoga nidra, I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, people act differently after one versus before one. I mean, their whole face changes, their demeanor changes, their 
attitude changes. And over time, those changes just build. Um, so making sure that I was getting enough rest, that I'm still practicing my yoga nidra so that my behavior and attitude are the best they can be to support others in their challenges at this time. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, yes, go ahead. Well, I was just going to add to that about the sleep. Um, you know, I kind of, it's kind of funny is like, you know, obviously I have these practices in my, in my routine already, they're already kind of ingrained, they've been ingrained now for, you know, a couple of years, but um, it kind of has, um, it's funny because my husband and I both have like, um, you know, some kind of, I have a Garmin watch and he has like a Fitbit or something and it records our sleep. And he, he looks at, he's just like, how are you getting so much deep sleep? I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's the meditation. It's the yoga nidra. It's the yoga. It's like all those concepts that are all kind of, um, you know, intertwined there together. But you're right though. It's just that the idea of just having that, that intention that were that sankalpa that we're aiming towards that heartfelt desire and being able to kind of, I guess, gently release anything that's holding us back from that. Mm. Yes. Then a final thing I've really noticed in my day-to-day life from yoga nidra is um, just how much the teacher's attitude affects all the interactions. So for example, if I'm taking a yoga nidra with someone and they're not feeling grounded, or if I'm giving one and I'm feeling nervous or upset, I really notice the impact that has on the practice. And so in my daily life, what I realize is my attitude, my ability to stay present, my ability to stay relaxed in any interaction, especially a highly stressful one, really affects the outcome of that. So it's been a wonderful learning experience. And it's, I think, given me a lot of ways to interact more positively with my community, with my family, with my world. And I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, it sounds like that was, um, those experiences, even that we have over this period of time during the pandemic, have offered us, um, have kind of shaped the way things are. Is there anything specific that you feel that really sticks out that has shaped even how you're teaching? Right now, during the pandemic, um, what really sticks out for me is the true definition of yoga, union or unity, mm-hmm. because the practices are definitely benefiting people right now, supporting their health on multiple levels. What I'm finding is for many people, the simple act of getting together, even if it's online with other like-minded people and sharing a practice is something that's really keeping their spirits up. For those who are housebound, especially this is, offering, you know, online is their lifeline to connection with the world and helps them feel so much better. And that's what thing I'm really realizing is just how important that concept of coming together is for the health of all of us. Yeah, absolutely. So thinking back, even though we don't kind of like to dwell too much on the past because it's the past, we can't change it. Um, but what, what do you think one valuable lesson that you might have learned during this pandemic that we're technically still in? So I guess you can count like the present moment too. <laughs> yes. Oh, there are so many, but I think one 
that's really helped for me is again, kind of connecting back to Sankalpa is life's thrown us a lot of curveballs and detours, but having in mind what we really want out of life can help us feel that we're still doing something worthwhile and we're still living the life we want to live, even if the form it takes isn't quite what we expect it to be. So that idea that um, connecting to our heart's desire gives us a level of hope and a level of support and a level of energy and a level of motivation that can help us get through the most challenging times with greater grace and ease. I think that's the big one for me. Awesome. Well, that's amazing. Well, Laura Atmadarshan, I thank you so much for your time and energy today and just sharing your experiences uh, with yoga and yoga nidra. And um, definitely thank you so much again. Um, have a great rest of your day and rest of your week. And um, I look forward to talking to you. Hopefully get to see you in person at some point. I would um, love that. Soon. That would be amazing. So yeah, thank you so much. It's my pleasure, Laura. Thank you for having me. Thank you again so much for listening to this episode of Heartfelt Consciousness. Tune in next week for an all new episode with me, yours truly, Laura Bender. All right, take care and be well, my friends.